This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. It's a new day in the workroom and we're trying something different this week. Welcome along. First of all, thank you for joining us here. It's only available to Sissy That Pod subscribers, of which you must be if you're listening to this, unless you've managed to get yourself your hands on some pirate copy, in which case, boo! Um, no, welcome along. Um, yeah, we decided during the run of All Star 7 that James and I were going to do a spotlight of an All Star where we take one of the eight contestants of All Star 7 and we kind of zoom in to their career in and out of Drag Race, set the scene for them based on what we know of them and kind of speculate as to what we can expect in All-Star 7. We'll record these prior to All-Star 7 airing pretty much um, so we'll be speculating about stuff by that I guess you'll know the answer to by the time you listen to these but it's just a fun way to sort of refresh you with the Queen's legacies heading into the show. So I'm going to kick it off first with Jada Essence Hall. Hey, bitches! She's here! Hey, bitches, it's Jada Essence Hall, the essence of beauty, and I'm here to slay the competition. Jada Essence Hall, real name Jared Johnson, is 35 years old from Wisconsin. She's only the fourth queen on the show from Wisconsin after Max and Trixie from season seven and James Mansfield from season nine. Her and Trixie are actually both from Milwaukee too. Um, Jada started doing drag in the early 2010s. She first put a wig on and her friends told her she looked like a Jada, so then that stuck. And then one time her boyfriend texted her to tell her that she was the essence of beauty, so that added the essence. I mean... That's pretty sweet. I don't know if I can find myself a man who texts me that. Um, and then her drag mother was the legendary pageant queen Taj Mahal, um, which gave her the name Hall. Actually, Taj Mahal passed away from cardiac arrest in late 2020. She seems to be this like titan of pageant drag in like the Wisconsin Chicago area, and had other sort of drag race alum daughters like Dita Ritz and Nisha Lopez, and obviously Kimora Hall. So she was obviously in good hands starting off in drag. And I mean, where she ended up, I think that's pretty obvious. Um, like her drag mother, Jada competed and won several local pageants. Her background is actually in costume design and makeup artistry, which is a pretty strong start for a pageant, like, to be fair. And you can see why she did so well. And you can definitely see that coming through in her drag on, on Drag Race. Um, and, and on top of that, her boyfriend makes all her jewellery. So, like, I just think that sounds like such a little cute, lovely, creative couple, those two. Um, the first time she auditioned for Drag Race was season seven. And then she didn't get on, obviously. Uh, maybe there was too many Wisconsin girls on that season already. And then she didn't audition again until season 12. At which point her star was on the rise because she had actually just done Silky's makeup for the finale of season 11. So, that was Jada who did that. So, let's get into... Her run on season 12. So season 12 was kind of the first season to bring back that sort of split premiere. So she was in the second group um, and they did You Don't Know Me as their opening song. (laughs) It's Jada, the essence of beauty. The gowns, the face and tons of booty. But don't you be fooled by the perfect facade. She always rides. 
sizes, despite the odds. She's funny, she's witty, she's got talent beyond recognition. And that's how Mother Dear will slay the competition. And it was her and Sherry Pie who won that, and then they brought lip sync to Call Your Girlfriend, and Jada won. So she basically won the first episode she was on. Uh, episode three then was The World's Worst, She Was the Bad Apple, which, looking back, that was such a bad challenge. Like, she gets a laugh from Charo, which I mean says she probably should have won the whole thing based on that. Big Apple, what in the sauce are you doing here? You know I'm here and I'm gonna expose you. I'm here to set the record straight to a few phony patooties I know. The world is gonna see them for exactly who they are. Um, episode four was the ball she was placed high in that it was the ball ball so she gave us like a basketball look and then the one she made herself was like made from kind of ping pong balls but they were increasing in size and they kind of went up one side they kind of looked like a cloud um and based on like her background in costume design like it makes sense that she can do well in those sewing design challenges uh, episode five then was the Grey's Anatomy challenge. She played Rhonda Shimes in that. I think she did a pretty good job. But honey, thanks to our boss bitch Rhonda Shimes, there's never a dull moment. Dr. Meredith Gay, there's an anaphylactic shock in room one. Oh. <laughs> Dr. Tizzy Stevens, there's a diverdiculitis in room two. Dr. Sandra Oak, there's ten homotomas in the waiting room. Get your asses out there. Snatch Game was next. She gave us a gorgeous lilac Cardi B. Like, it was pretty mid-table Cardi B, but um, it was solid. You know, it was pretty, pretty, like, you can't fault it, really. Up next, Grammy Award-winning rapper Cardi B is here. Oh, and I see you featuring the girls there. Always. Now, what was the first purchase you made when you started making all that money? I got these motherfucking teeth fixed. (laughs) (laughs) Which set? The bottom ones. (laughs) It was a classic Snatch Game edit where you don't really see much of them, that you just kind of be like, okay, that was fine. I think like Akira doing Tiffany Haddish is a similar one to that as well, I think. Um, And then I kind of feel it's at that point that Jada begins to rise. Definitely in my estimations, like I hadn't really raised her up to that point. Because the next episode is the Madonna Unauthorized Rusical. She does her version of Justify My Love, which is Lustify My Brand. I actually still remember, and even when I watch it now, find it absolutely mesmerizing. She's in this like black negligee, white hair. She she struts around with the pit crew member on that French chair. Um like I know there was actually loads of really good performances, but I kind of feel in this case that this was a scenario where this should have been at the top because this was only safe. Like I think there was Crystal who did great, there was Gigi who did great, and there was Jan who all did great. I would have shown Jade up there as well uh, as high because it's definitely one of the ones I come back to. <laughs> so after dressing you up in my love, there was only one thing left to do: take it all off. I made a video in Paris. It was too hot for MTV. So it became the first VHS single. Now when pop stars shake their cakes on Instagram, I say, you're welcome. Posing, disrobing, opposing for you as I. Girls and boys kissing. Since there's hissing, as I 
The, the droop episode uh, that's a pun on goop she gives us the luxura tuck so she's high in that oh hey bitch it's Jada Essence Hall terrible actress from Gay's Anatomy and world famous <laughs> rich drag queen now I know what you're thinking damn she looks snatched and you're right but why the hell am I really here crotch got you down lumpy bumpy tuck sticky mess and bubblegum crotch ouch then you need the luxura top. Then she goes on double winning episodes. There was the Choices 2020 episode, which li- watching that again, that was actually such a good maxi challenge. It's like Rachel Bloom and Jeff Goldblum get so into it and like say the most batshit things <laughs> that like really have fun with it. And from the great Badger state of Wisconsin, Jada Essence Hall. As I always say, you can take the bitch out of the hustle, but you cannot take the hustle out of the bitch. That's why I'm Jada Essence Hall of the bitches for the bitches. Finally, a spokesperson for the bitches. She'd done, already done, had herses. All the queens bounce off each other really well. Like, you can tell Sherry Pie even as well, even though she was edited out of it. If that is the walk of America, she should walk to another country. I would like to rebuttal. Anybody can sissy their walk in any way they please. I would like to retittle that rebuttal. I think the only thing that Miss Good needs to sissy is that hairline. Okay, <laughs> ladies, ladies, let's keep it civil. I would like to retattle the retittle of her rebuttal. What? By saying that although her hairline is awful, so is her contour line. <laughs> I would definitely go back and, and watch just the maxi challenge of that because it was really, really good. How do you plan to engage younger voters? That's a question. Yeah. Yeah, and what's the what's the answer? Look over there. Where? Oh. That's that's a good one, Jada. I've never seen that device used in a on the, on the debate stage before. So she wins that and then she wins the makeup challenge in the following episode with her super fan jazz essence hall so that brings you up to three wins then for the first time she has a placing lower than safe in the one woman show she tells this story of like accidentally pissing on her boyfriend when she's judging a, a pageant and i'm like okay baby help me out here i'm pulling up my dress he's all on the floor he's fumbling around i'm like baby come on come on come on come on come on and then i stop <laughs> there was like this whole thing made out of the fact that like Sherry Pie went on for like 25 minutes when it should have only been three minutes and they kind of knocked her off her game um, and I, and like ultimately I just don't think the story the story was or the way she delivered the story was strong enough anyway um, but yeah she ends up lip syncing for the only time that season until the finale she lip syncs to Prince's 1999 because that runway was the colour purple because Whoopi Goldberg was a judge and uh, Heidi in Closet is the person she sends home in that. And then you're basically into the final five, then that Drag Race live performance that she does. bitches, rise up. No better time than now. Sometimes we beat ourselves up. Always letting ourselves down. Remember that you're beautiful. Let go of all that shame. No matter how your story ends, go make them know your name. 
the reunion I remember that look is like her with her head on a pillow and then there's the finale that messy season 12 finale where it's all over zoom and she has to lip sync to Sierra in her living room and ultimately wins um some of my favorite looks as well was that from her over that season is the color purple look she gave us which was sort of like asymmetrical purple dress with a sort of like flat circular hat amazing she gives us an amazing black bride look and i do remember that yellow tool look she gives us when she's uh in the first episode we see her in for lip syncing against sherry pie to call your girlfriend um stunning so i think we'll see some really good looks from her in all stars seven after drag race for her it was peak pandemic so she didn't get much of a sort of catapult to success that some of the other queens did which is such a shame she like did that drive in drag tour that was going around which was a bit crazy she had she had like such an awkward encounter on watch what happens live because like she's over zoom and the fans are over zoom and there's clearly a lag and they like stumble over each other and it's like nail biting all right uh jack has a question for jada hi jada oh hey jack hey okay so my question is i'm great how are you (laughs) Uh, okay, so my I'm question great. is, your... <laughs> oh god, okay. Um, so your sis Kamora Hall was on drag. She was in the Savage by Fenty show, but that was kind of over. Like her performance there or her appearance there was kind of overlooked for Shay and Gigi, which is a bit bit of a shame. But by far, I guess her biggest earner would be that she got added to the cast of Drag Race Live in Vegas. I mean, like she did some things with Christina Aguilera and Katy Perry, but I imagine having that regular gig uh, for Jada was good to be on that show because she's a great performer, as we've seen in season 12 she also did this grammy inspired tiktok fashion show in april 2022 did anyone see that missed past me by was i don't understand what a grammy inspired tiktok fashion show is it's hosted on tiktok it's a fashion show inspired by the grammys is that just a red carpet show i don't know anyone knows let me know um last time we saw jada was on drag race all stars six when she lip-synced against eureka and um, took a miss molly by little richard which was low-key chaos if i can remember eureka starts rolling across the floor and i'm like groundbreaking literally she is breaking the ground uh, and now she's back for all stars seven so what can we expect hey bitches she's back America, I'm your favorite bottom. No. <laughs> I am Jada Essence Hall, winner and trade of season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to look over there? <laughs> Want the essence of a winner? Look over here. Well, I think the look is always right with Jada. She has more of that sort of pageantry style than say like Raja or Shay but she can really sew she can beat a face she can perform the only thing that could slip her up I think will be comedy um like she did well in the the choices improv thing she did average at the snatch game and she did poor in the one woman show so I'd say stand-up won't be for her but like I can't see her slipping up really on any of the other things i'm not sure what she do for a talent show maybe she won't do too well at that but like what i always appreciated about her is that she's a real all-rounder like she can kind of pretty much do anything and do it well she doesn't often like exceed the rest of the pack by a lot but she's normally up there with one of the best so 
I don't I don't see her winning. But like if she ends up winning or ends up in like the top two or whatever, I kind of wouldn't be surprised because I know she has she has all the component parts. Um, she just doesn't appear as far along in her drag career as some of the others to to put it all together and to coalesce and to win. But she is 35, which I thought, which surprised me. Like I just thought she was older. So she's like has been doing drag for what, 12, 13 years. So, you know, who am I to judge? But yeah, that's my summary on Jada. I really, really like Jada. I'm looking forward to seeing it back at her again. I can't wait for her to have an actual like proper catapult from the show because that was taken away from her in season 12. And yeah, I'm looking forward to see what goes down. I hope you liked this new sort of format we're trying out. Just me and the mic and you and your thoughts. Uh, Hit us up, what you think of Jada? Are you rooting for her? Are you kind of over her? I'd be interested to know. James will be back next week on his own and he'll be talking you through the life and legacy of Jinx Monsoon. So uh, join us back here. Uh, Let anybody who you think will enjoy this sort of mini-series, we'll do one on each of the queens. No, let them know they can sign up to Headstrip Plus. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Podcasts.com.